0: Hi, and welcome to a very special edition of the Synaptic Podcast, or the Synaptic Radio. We'll call it the Slaynaptic Radio for today. Um, It's all a a tribute, a tribute to Jeff Hanneman of Slayer, and uh, just going to play exclusively nothing but uh, some Slayer stuff, and talk about Slayer, and talk about my love of Slayer. In case you didn't know, Jeff Hanneman, founding, uh, founding member and guitarist, of the world's greatest metal band and the second greatest band ever of all time. Passed away, uh, one week ago today. Right about now. Actually, as I'm doing this, it's almost exactly the time that he passed away one, one week ago. For somebody that I didn't know, uh, I've probably spent a lot of, a lot of time this week mourning someone I didn't know. Uh, pretty important. One of my eight favorite musicians of all time. Uh, just suddenly passing away from, uh, from liver failure. So pretty sad about that, pretty pretty disappointed. But you know what? As uh as Carrie King said at the Golden God Awards last weekend, he said Jeff wouldn't want a moment of silence, he would want a moment of noise because he was metal. And you know what that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna play some of uh, Jeff Hanneman's noisy, noisy, noisy metal. So so we're gonna kick things off right now with Hello Waits.
1: An still by the soul. I need your healing on the side to get the one called Lord The gate that I'll wait just to see There's no my faith is for me I can take a lot of soul from the grave Jesus, those soul cannot be saved Could you buy your soul, call Lord, as soon as you'll find me This old damn new God has found a slave for me Tentally no The river drops the dark. The saint comes home they The david the first the devil in the 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 night, several weeks go. He's here to the hole. that who's under control Within many things, the saint is the afterlife, not Some the sweet souls out to you They tell me all my through Death! You shall die! For what you seek for can't be found. This evil sky, all under.
0: Hello, waits from Slayer. Uh, coming up next, it's the title track and uh, first song off of what would end up being the last record we would get from Jeff Hanneman. I've been really super critical because I can uh, uh, of Gary Holt. Exodus is Gary Holt who has come in and he's kind of been a placeholder for uh, for Jeff while he, you know during the during the whole spider bite incident on his arm and everything and. Uh, Because I I tell you what, I've seen him a couple of times with Gary Holt and he didn't pull it off. I didn't think. Regardless, it looks like this is that's uh, with just passing and with World Painted Blood being the final record we're going to get with with his playing that uh, Gary Holt may well indeed end up being the uh, guitarist for Slayer. And uh, through the last week while I've been mulling everything over and looking at everything uh, his words, which I can't Recall right now at the moment, but if you can go to loudwire.com, you can pull up and see what he had to say. And he talked about his fallen brother and his love of Jeff Hanneman, and uh that he's he's felt honored to try to play and to play with with Slayer and fill his shoes, or or at least try to fill his shoes. I, I've kind of cut the guy some grace and some slack. Uh, originally, I said I would probably never go see Slayer again. I probably we probably will now. I've seen him 18 times. I know that's not as many as uh, some of my other friends have, but I've uh, pretty much kind of always kept count. And I some other friends have only seen him like two or three times, which I can't understand how you've only seen Slayer two or three times. Uh, you know, 18, which would be three sixes. So there you have it. There you have it. There's a little tie in there. Anyway, all of that being said, this is World Painted Blood, off of the last record we would get from Jeff Hanneman. Title track to World Painted Blood—that was obviously World Painted Blood—and now we go on to uh, a song I always kind of feel is, is a little overlooked. From God Hates Us All, uh, Disciple usually gets all of the all of the attention or payback, or those usually are the two everybody goes to. I really liked this one, God Send Death. Uh, it's a, its definitely a Hanneman composition, and it's just—it's uh, just tremendous. I think this was the one that actually hooked me in when I was originally listening to, listening to that record the first time. Uh, it's the second track, on the, the second actual song on the record. And uh, unfortunately, it dropped out of the live sets pretty quickly. But, uh, and don't overlook this. This is God Sent Death from God Hates Us All. Oh, yes, God Send Death from God Hates Us All. What a great little song. Speaking of great little songs, here's another one of those. I kind of feel this is overlooked, but it was pulled out on the last tour. I was just so thrilled. Uh, just It was one of those that took me a second. and was like, oh, oh, God, they're doing Altar of Sacrifice off of Rain and Blood. This one, along with, obviously, the title track or title-ish track, for, of Raining Blood. This one, I like this better than I do Angel of Death. I like this better than oh, just the majority of that record. This, I thought this song embodied Slayer so much especially at the time. From Rain and Blood, this is Altar of Sacrifice. <laughs>
1: The dark. The death in The
0: And now for the first of a couple of double shots that we're going to have here today some of the songs on some of this Slayer canon actually they just go together. They go together. And this this will be the very first time that I had ever heard Slayer was the song South of Heaven. And my buddy was going to see the show, he was all excited, he had bought tickets. I didn't go to this one. I went to every one after this pretty much. But uh, he was like, "Man, you got to And this is when I first first getting into metal. He's like Mad Slayer. He kind of goes on this diatribe about them, and he's telling me everything. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, you they say they're faster than Metallica. I'm in. I I I want to hear this. So he plays me South of Heaven, and I sit there and I look at him, and I go, dude, you told me this was supposed to be faster than Metallica. Now, I'm digging it, but, you know, it's not what I was expecting. I was like, you told me this band was faster than Metallica. I was like, you know, this is kind of slow and prodding. I was like, you know, I was expecting something fast kind of looks at me and kind of deadpan, just kind of, you know, yeah, you know what, you're right. It's it's really not very fast, and right about that point, we're getting up to the feedback. And then I'm hit with the second part of this uh, this twofer, which is Silent Scream, in which I think I might have wept a little bit uh, just from the sheer veracity of Silent Scream. Never saw him play it until uh, the 06 tour, which is documented on the uh, on the DVD from that time, which was them and Mastodon and Lamb of God, if you can pick that up, that's that's tremendous. There's really nothing left for me to say except for this is what uh, this is what did it for me. This is what this was the shot straight to the vein, uh, South of Heaven and Silent Scream from Slayer. pretty sweet introduction i would say south of heaven in a silent scream just still kind of gives me chills a little bit next up we've got a we've got a little gem from the seasons in the abyss record uh skeletons of society i was pretty excited uh, i guess it the last time i saw jeff play was on uh the tour with megadeth and anthrax when they did the uh the quote unquote the, the big 3 kind of kind of tour And they did the entire Seasons in the Abyss album. Because that meant they had to play Skeletons of Society. The first tour that I saw them on was the Seasons in the Abyss record. And they did two nights in Dallas at uh, the Metroplex Arena. At the time, I had a little radio show on uh, KYQX out of Weatherford. We did Speed, Thrash, and Death Metal. Which, uh, for Weatherford, that was pretty pretty, uh, adventurous. I should say. Uh, but at the same time, The Edge actually had what they called, uh, uh, I don't remember what their their metal show was. It was a Sunday night metal show, and it was just awful. Just awful. And I remember I was driving home one night from, uh, and I'll get back to my, my metal show here in a second, but I was driving home one night from Weatherford, uh, I think after church, actually, which is even more fitting driving home, and I got off on the exit to go to my house, which was in Alito And they said, hey, you know, the ninth caller uh, gets a pair of tickets to go see Slayer. And I was like, okay, done. I'm going to win these tickets. Well, I still had like another five-minute drive to get home. And uh, I get home, go inside, and the show is so poorly listened to that I think I might have been the only caller and uh, I won. I won. I won tickets. Won tickets to go to the show. So we went to the show, my co-host and I, the first night. And it came out that, hey, the next day, they're going to be at Sound Warehouse with Opener's Testament. So it's like, okay. And I'll tell you what, the show was in, it was insane. It was absolutely insane the night before. It was up against the barricade. Testament came out. The barricade broke within like 15, 20 seconds. Tom had to come out and tell everybody to take two steps back. Security just had to stand on the floor uh, as they moved all of these two-by-fours. It was the worst barricade I've ever seen. Uh, but then security had to end up being the barricade for a Slayer and Testament show, which they were not happy about whatsoever. Uh, pretty comical. <clears throat> so anyway, we learned that the next day, Sound Warehouse, uh, Chuck, Billy, and uh, Tom and Carrie from, from Slayer are all going to be at a sound warehouse, so we go and we we meet them, and we've made a tape. We had done Slayer Appreciation Night, on a on our radio show out in Weatherford. We took a tape of it to the, to the band, gave it to their tour manager, and he said, "Hey, do y'all want to come back out to the show tonight?" And we're like, "Duh," but yeah, that's that's a crazy question. He goes, "Cool." He's like, "I'll set you up with tickets and passes." Okay, that sounds great. Drive all the way back to to Weatherford and Alito, get ready. Drive back to Dallas for the show. Get in. We've got Silk, Seasons in the Abyss passes, and all of this. If you if you ever see my Facebook, I've got a there's a picture of me from that night with a uh, with Carrie King. But the second night, unfortunately, did not sell as well as the first night. The first night there had to have been, I think it was sold out, probably right about twenty five. 103,000 people sold out. Place was nuts. Second night, I think that I'm being generous if I say there were 700 people in the crowd. So I'm up against a brand new barricade, a very nice metal, not going to move barricade for the 700 people that are in the crowd that night. And I'm standing directly in front of Jeff Hanneman, and they start doing Skeletons of Society, which if you've seen them live before, and if you've seen them do skeletons of society you know that they don't do the backing track it's and it's probably me being delusional but i always will remember jeff and i kind of kind of sort of in a loving romantic way locking eyes and uh you know screaming back and forth the uh, shades of death are all i see fragments of what used to be line to one another because i think that was probably the only person standing right in front of him in the 700 people but uh anyway always been Been a favorite and a a favorite memory of mine from that show. All of that to say, here are Skeletons of Society from Seasons in the Abyss.
1: Of what used to be
0: Skeletons of Society from Seasons in the Abyss. Up next, we've got the uh, probably only bright spot of a very dismal record, the Undisputed Attitude album, uh, the the punk covers that they did in 96. It's pretty... pretty bad, honestly. And actually, it was the tour when I saw them that I said I I almost threw in the towel and was almost done. It was a very scaled-down tour. Just... it was just... bad... There was no flow to the set list. There was just no flow to anything. But if there can be one little shining shining nugget that came out of that, we got a Jeff Hanneman pinned d or however you say that. It's Drunk Drivers Against Mad Mothers. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play that for you right now. Off Undisputed Attitude, this is Dan. i into possibly my one of my probably two favorites it really doesn't need any any sort of introduction the title track from Seasons in the Abyss this is obviously Seasons in the Abyss <laughs> Probably my favorite metal video of all time just kills me every single time whenever they get in that they really get in and you're you're in the pyramids and all of that's going on and they're just they're just cool it's just I don't know man I, every time I watch it I just go man these guys are just cool could have been the biggest dorks ever but the way they're portrayed in that video it's just just incredible seasons in the abyss Up next, we have the final track from South of Heaven. Ties that record up with a with a beautiful little bow. Another Jeff Jeff Hanneman uh, penned track. Spill the blood. Feel the blood, let it wash over me. Oh, I can listen to that song over and over and over. It's one of the few songs I can listen to over and over and over again. Always and never get tired of it. We go from that from the, to the ridiculous triples that we get out of uh, one of the earlier, earlier Slayer songs here on the uh, Jeff Hanneman tribute show. That would be Chemical Warfare. Chemical Warfare, you got to love some of that uh, that early Slayer stuff where there's just almost reckless abandon. Pre-Rick Rubin getting in there and kind of uh, molding them and and kind of giving them some sort of direction. you got to love it. Off of the uh, Haunting the Chapel EP, which I actually have a copy of that that is signed by Tom, Jeff, and Carrie, so I can still get Dave and complete the the foursome right there. Coming up next, we've got uh, something a little different. Actually, from uh, from the kind of underrated Christ illusion record, most of it's penned by Carrie King, but this one is uh, definitely an all Jeff Hanneman composition. If you can get one, very late on in the record, we got Black Serenade.
1: Dear I...
0: Serenade from Christ Illusion. And that's bringing us up to uh, my final selections. It's uh, the second twofer of this, uh, of this show. It, it really takes me back. This song, these two songs, take me back to uh, the, uh, the 04 tour, one of the Jägermeister tours, but they played uh, the smallest venue that they played on that tour was uh, Dallas's Gypsy Tea Room. And I was uh, fortunate enough, December 5th, 2004, as a matter of fact, would be the date. Uh, I was fortunate enough that uh, my buddy, Scott, if you ever hear this, thank you. Always, thank you. Uh, Scott called me about three months before that show, and he was like, hey dude, guess what? He was like, guess what I just booked? And I was like, you two. He said, no. He was like, what's next? I go, did you book Slayer? And he goes, <laughs> I booked Slayer. And I was like, oh. My god. So, flash forward three months to a uh, gypsy tea room. We're standing by the back of the uh, by the bar as uh, the world's greatest metal band comes out and are opening with Disciple as usual. And uh, he decides we're just not close enough. So he s- grabs me, swings me out through the front door. We go up to the side door where the band's low down. He knocks on it. Swings wide, and he, we go in and we sit down on the backside of the barricade. And I'm literally four feet away from Kerry King, and uh, unfortunately for my right ear, I'm like eight inches away from the PA. So I took a bludgeoning that night. There were actually parts of that show where I think I kind of experienced vertigo, uh, because I couldn't make out anything that was being played, and then the strobes would come on. And they were so bright that I couldn't see anything. I imagine, maybe maybe Vertigo is, is overselling it a bit much. But I lost two senses during that, and that uh, was pretty nutty. Whenever they would come back, it was always kind of like what it, what it would be like in a movie, just like, and you were back there. But I I sat there for the entire show, uh, supposedly grinning like a meth addict, uh, is what I was what I was told. Uh, got to meet. Uh, the second time I met Kerry King was that night. Uh, he kind of looked at me like I was a little kind of a freak kind of guy because I sat in front of him with a grin for the entire show. But I also got to meet for one second, shake his hand, and then thank him for everything with Jeff Hanneman, which is what this show is all about. Uh, regardless, the reason that, that this two for post mortem and Raining Blood always make me think of that show because it was supposed to be a wall of blood show. And they got there, and uh, if you've seen the, the Still Raining DVD, where they, they do the Raining Blood during Raining Blood, uh, it's spectacular. That I even took a white t-shirt that I was going to dip into the blood and have it signed, but unfortunately that didn't happen. The logistics of the room didn't work out, uh, or something to that effect, and we didn't get to, did not get to see the, the Raining Blood. But regardless, it's uh, one of my favorite live shows I've ever seen. And uh, one of my favorite nights of my life. Especially my musical life. To all of that to say, thank you Slayer. Thank you Jeff Hanneman for everything. I'm going to leave you all with this. Post-mortem, raining blood.